The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Well, here we are a day late and a three-game losing skid, but I hope everyone's having an awesome holiday week. Uh, It's been a tough few weeks for the Miami Dolphins. I am Alex Dono alongside, as always, former Miami Dolphin, my co-host Troy Stratford. Troy, uh, man, I I was hoping we could come after a huge division dub, and we almost got it. Like like the Dolphins had uh, had a pretty big lead in the fourth quarter. (laughs) They blew it, and here we are. Buffalo Bills, they earned that victory. The Miami Dolphins, they went up there. Uh, they didn't show any ill effects from the two previous games. They went up to Buffalo. They played in the cold weather, and we'll get into that a little bit later on. But the Miami Dolphins, they performed well. They just came up short in places. Uh, oh, my goodness. Why am I forgetting his name real quick? I was listening to QAM on the pregame show. Oh, uh, Aranda Gadsden and Kevin Rogers. Kevin Rogers. I'm yeah. sorry, Kevin. Kevin Rogers. He nailed it right on the head. He said, this is going to come down to which quarterback plays better yeah. in certain situations. And he just narrowed it down to the quarterbacks. And Josh Allen, as much as I don't want to like him, that is a hell of a quarterback. And that was a great drive that they put together at the end for the Buffalo Bills. And then maybe the difference in the game was early on in the game, the Miami Dolphins had to settle for field goals right? where the Buffalo Bills put in touchdowns. And that's the difference in the ballgame. We could get into who played well on the defensive side, how the defense gave up too much yardage here or there. We could, we could talk about the running game, how the Miami Dolphins – I've been saying it's important now, especially in – the month of December, that you could run the football. And no one anticipated that the Miami Dolphins was going to go up to Buffalo and ran the ball the way they did. 
minus Wilson as well. So a lot of things went well for the Miami Dolphins except the final score right. in that game, that final drive. And I really believe the first drive for Buffalo allowing them to score, you know, touchdowns, first couple of drives, and for the Miami Dolphins settling for field goals. Well, and, and something I wanted to get in, in, into with you because uh, I, I had the chance to uh, co-host the – 560 WQAM post game show on the Dolphins Network post game show on radio with Seth Le- Seth Levitt and OJ McDuffie and I I yes. love OJ and man oh, just yes. like even watching I was watching the second half of the game in the studio with those guys and OJ is so intense and he's so into the game like you almost <laughs> feel like he's still out there like he's still out there it's a completely different experience from watching a game with Channing Crowder who's more like laid back versus watching it with OJ it's like He's still on the field making plays in his mind. It's really cool to watch. Uh, but when we're when we're hosting the post game show, you know, we played uh, Tua's press conference live afterwards, and something that it you know it, it frustrated OJ a little bit, the fact that Tua sounded like so upbeat, like he was looking at all the. Just to me, I think that's just Tua's personality. Like he's such right. a glass half full type of guy, but. I think I think OJ was a little frustrated that Tua wasn't more like fired up you know, about the fact that like, hey, we just lost our third game in a row. Like, even though we played pretty well, we lost our third yeah. game in a row to a division rival. So I, I, I'm wondering from you, Troy, because you you shared a huddle with Dan Marino before. Uh, not to say that there's any right way or wrong way to address the media after a game, but how do you think Marino would have handled a situation like that? I think he would have been professional in answering questions. I don't know if he would have completely gone off the deep end. It's funny. I really don't remember because after a game and playing amongst those guys, they all had their own thing going on and I have my thing going on. We all have our press conferences taking place. So I really didn't pay attention to what Dan was saying to the media. You know, I was trying to get dressed and get out of there. But I do know, I've watched games with O.J. McDuffie. (laughs) I watched games with (laughs) O.J. McDuffie and Troy Drayton, Sam Madison. I love watching games with those guys. But, you know, out of the entire bunch, there is no one, (laughs) no one like O.J. McDuffie. O.J. McDuffie wears it on his sleeve. He's intense. He played that way. He's like that to this day. Do not cross OJ. He doesn't like that kind of stuff. So know your audience is all I'm going to say. Know your audience. Now, when I watch games, like my neighbor across the little street here, he's like, I hear you when the game (laughs) is on. I'm like, you do? He's like, I absolutely hear you. So I'm back there. I'm screaming as well. And I'm making a lot of a lot of noise. I was so upset personally that it was a night game because I got a very quiet little neighborhood here. <laughs> and I was like, I can't be too loud tonight because I'm going to wake people up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no one's going to call the police or anything like that. But I was like being respectful. But usually I am. I'm not OJ level. But I'm not far from it. So it's, <laughs> it's definitely a treat to watch a game with O.J. McDuffie. Well, and also, like, with the whole with the, two, the whole Tua press conference thing, like, I also, and you made the distinction as well, like, it's one thing to be talking to the media. 
that may not necessarily reflect the way he was in the locker room or the way Mike McDaniel was in the locker room. Because I felt like listening to Coach McDaniel, I, I thought he was holding back some of his anger while talking to the media, like his frustration for losing that game. Like, if you were, you know, back in the 90s, you, you lose uh, you lose a game, you know, against, uh, against Buffalo, division rivalry game like that, how, how would the Dolphins locker room have been? What would the mood have been? It's more about the plane ride, to be honest with you. Mm. You you win a football game, and the plane ride home is, like, insane. Yeah. yeah. No one sits down. I'm talking about during takeoff, during landing, all of that stuff they do when you play, when you fly commercial. Forget about all that seatbelt stuff, locking in. When you won a game on the road, that plane was absolutely insane. You lose a game. You get on that plane, and it's all business. You talk to the person next to you. No one's rah-rah or anything like that. Quick story. I used to play with a linebacker named David Fry, and we lost the game on the road. And he, on the plane, we land here in Miami. We lost. And for some reason, as everyone's deplaning, he picks up the microphone, the intercom system. And I can't remember what he said, but he's talking and like kind of cracking a joke. He was cut the next day by Don Shula. Oh, my God. <laughs> you do not play around when you lose a football game. Now, wow. I get where OJ is coming from. Yeah. Like there's uh, been Jalen Hurts, right? Has caught a little criticism from experts in the media talking about he needs to be more whatever for lack of, I don't know, show more excitement when they lose or mm. that's not his personality. So in defense of Tua, you can't take Tua and say, be someone else because your teammates are going to know you're being phony. Like, don't don't play that. Don't play that with us. Like, be who you are. I'm sure he takes it deep and he feels it because whenever you lose a game, the shower doesn't feel well. All of a sudden, it got super, super, super cold up there once you yeah. lose. Because when you're playing, I told you, you're professional. You get your fingers warm. You get your toes warm. And you go out there and you play football. Jalen Water, right? Great game. Talked about never having played in such weather Look how he performed. Moving forward, and I hope, Donald, that the Miami Dolphins have to travel to Buffalo one more time. <laughs> and that would mean that it's a big game, right? It would mean that they yeah. are in a big game. Maybe the game to go to the Super Bowl. They're going to go up there, and there should be no questions of, can they play in this weather? They absolutely could play in that weather. Right. Miami Dolphins, it was driving me insane listening to people in the media, national media, talking about this team is not built for cold weather. How the hell do you know that it's not built for cold weather? Have you seen them play in cold weather? Just because guys haven't played in it doesn't mean that they're not going to go out there and perform. They perform. We've seen some blizzard games in years past in Chicago where you couldn't even see where the ball was, right? Mm -hmm. But they still play football, both teams. And I don't care your home or away, 
you got to go out there when they kick the ball off and you got to play football. And I was proud of the Miami Dolphins for going out there and playing the way they did, coming back in that game, taking a lead in that game. It's just unfortunate that they could not hold that lead at the end. It would have been a nice win for the Miami Dolphins. So have the questions about Tua in cold weather or bad weather and the Dolphins in cold weather, have those been answered? Because, you know, for most of that game, and obviously the snow really picked up like around the fourth quarter was when it started to look right. like a winter winter wonderland out there. But, you know, it was cold the entire game, and I, I just felt like I was watching another football game. Like, obviously – that, that's the weather that Josh Allen is built for because he's got, you know, that rocket arm and he's so big and strong. Uh, you know, obviously, Tua growing up in Hawaii well, maybe wasn't built to play in cold weather. But I, I felt like uh, I felt like the Dolphins, you know, they, they didn't lose that game because of the weather. I'll say that. No, no. You just answered the question pretty much, which I'm putting out there. It's like, did you see it affect the Miami Dolphins? You did not. You saw an outstanding football game. Like, that game was over, and I sat there, and I go, man, I enjoyed that. Even though they lost, I'm like, yeah, I wish they had won. I said, that was a hell of a football game from start to finish, and I just love how everyone competed, kickoff to the end of the whistle to the field goal. It was great. The Miami Dolphins just came up short on that, and I'll say it again. I so hope that they have to go back up there and play the Buffalo Bills one more time. I really believe it's harder to play in the heat than it is to play in the cold. Yeah. I mean, when you play in the heat, it's, it's like deafening. It takes your breath away. You play in the cold, you just got to get warm house somehow. Some way, somehow, you just got to get warm. And they got blowers on the sideline, heaters. They got big jackets, they got gloves, they got everything to kind of counter and help you through that. But when it comes to the heat and they blow that little mist on you, you ain't blowing nothing but hot, more hot air. <laughs> like, that doesn't help. But yeah, so... Well, I mean, the, the only one thing that kind of annoyed me about the weather was it can't be fun getting pelted by snowballs. Like, you're a Dolphins player. and They got to do something about that. They got to do something about that. And, like, the, the referee at one point, like, he halted the game, and he's like, oh, we can penalize the Bills if you keep doing this. And they were still doing it, and the referee yeah. didn't do anything. That That's a tr No, this is what Buffalo needs to do. They need to stop being cheap. And I heard Joe Rose say this in the pregame show also. He could not believe that the fans come into the stadium and they clean off their own seats. I'm like, what? Whoa. No, really? you got to hire a staff, a company to go in there and clean that stadium out where you didn't even know it snowed the day before. Unless you look at the sideline, you pile it up over there. There's no way you could get all of that snow out of the stadium. But when fans, it's their responsibility they're brushing off the seat, and that snow is going right there on the ground. And so they're throwing the snowballs. There's no way that the referees could penalize the Buffalo Bills because it could be a group of Dolphin fans up there that say, hey, let's throw some snowballs. We know that they're going to get penalized for it. You can't do that. See, the that's NFL, a smart, that's a heady play. That's smart. Absolutely. <laughs> the NFL, they should mandate especially the rest of the season, especially in the playoffs, they should mandate that the Buffalo Bills hire a firm 
to go in there and clean that stadium out and get rid of the snow so that they don't have that problem. That is insane that you you allowed them to do that. Insane. By the way, uh, Texter or a uh, Tommy, I, I'm so used to like doing radio. It's a Texter, but I'll hear on uh, here on YouTube, it's a, a commenter. Tommy says, any word on Jeff Wilson's hip? Uh, I, I did see an injury update on him this week that it's possible he could play against Green Bay on Sunday, on Christmas Day. So I'm guessing he's probably questionable. Uh, I would say Tuesday is too early in the week. They they usually make yeah. injury, injury determinations. You know, they start to become more clear on Wednesday. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But I think it's possible that Jeff Wilson could be back. But speaking on the running game, Raheem Mostert was oh, sensational. I mean, he was superb. Like, uh, you know, we, we saw both the speed and the power and the tackle-breaking ability of Mostert. Like, I, I felt like he should have gotten more than 17 carries in the game. I, I thought the I Dolphins agree. went away from the running game too much in the fourth quarter. I agree. And this goes back to the point that I made last week. It's so hard to get away from those toys, those shiny toys that you have outside to play with, with big play potential. But all right. of a sudden, we've been talking about it for weeks. The Miami Dolphins, they, they need to get that running game going because defense and running games, yeah, everything wins games in December. But in December, you have to be able to run that football, especially late in the football game, and I thought the Miami Dolphins got away from it also. Uh, so, again, we talked about Coach McDaniel, right? This is his first season. He's learning as he goes along the way. Along the way, he defended his position of getting away from the running game a little bit in post game or the day after the game. Yeah, it was post game. So, uh, you know, he's like, we got to give them a reason to play two high safeties. Like he, you know, but. Which I, I get it. Like I, I understand. I understand. They see a things that we don't yeah. see. You know, that, that is true. I, I, I understand. There's a method to the madness, but it's still. I don't know. It's still. I think it's still fair to question it because, like, I, I would never think he's making these decisions for no reason. But that doesn't all just because he thinks he's making the right decision doesn't necessarily mean he is. But you know what? Also, I realized. Don, I realized this. I don't know. 10 years ago and doing radio and all of that stuff. We only question the things that don't work. We never That's question true. a play that wins, that works, that goes for never. Oh, Dolphins just scored an 80 yard touchdown. Why the hell did they call that play? We, we, okay. We never question when it works. We only question when it does not work. And so that's why I'm not hard on decision calling because I can remember it was a two-year period, right? My son was young. Maybe you'll do this soon, Donald. He was playing flag football, right? Age yeah. 9 or 10, and they knew I was a former player, and they kind of said, hey, why don't you coach a team? And I, I was oh, not really into coaching. Yeah, so yeah. They talked me into it, and I, I go out there to coach the team, and I put together like six plays. I only got like six plays for, for these young guys. Dolphins, meanwhile, you know, they come up with 30 plays or whatever for a game plan. And a play would be over, and now I have 25 seconds to call a play and only have six. And I'm <laughs> sitting out there like, oh, my goodness, what am I going to call? Oh, my God. The time goes so fast. 
everything is warp speed. And I'm sure it's slower for coaches who have been there and who have done that a long time, but it's still a short period of time. And so it's hard to question because they already played the game over in their head prior to playing the game two, three, four, five, six times during the week. In this situation, I'm going to call this. In this situation, I'm going to call that. And, of course, things that happen throughout the game kind of change the direction of what you're going to go. So it's a lot of pressure at that moment. So I, I give the coach a little slack when it comes to that. And, again, we only question when it doesn't work. Right. You got you got to hear about my son, by the way. He's not even five years old yet. And he, like – I don't know if he heard me talking about NIL deals or something on a show I was doing. He wants now, a deal already? He wants a deal. Like, it, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm dead serious. I, so I'm driving him to school this morning, and his, like, he's become, which is, which is kind of fun. It's pretty cool. The last couple months, he's become obsessed with football. He wants to play right. for the Dolphins. He wants to play for the U. Um, and so we're in the car this morning, and he's like, Dada, it's like, do football players, do they get paid? And then I'm like, well, yeah, you know, professional football players get Quite paid. Well. Like, <laughs> and so, and then he's, he's telling me, cause, cause we play like almost at, we either play in the backyard or sometimes like we'll play like even in the house, he'll pretend he's tackling me and stuff. So now yeah. he wants me to give him a dollar. I'm not going to do it. Well, maybe I'll do it. I don't know. I'm not going to do it. He wants me to give him a dollar every time we're like playing catch or something in the backyard. He thinks is he's going after deals now. I'm going to try to get him an NIL deal at five years old. He's, he's become money hungry now. He wants a dollar for every catch? Wow. <laughs> I but then if, for, for every drop, nickel. he's got to give the dollar back is what I'm going to tell Oh, him. okay. <laughs> I don't know. Eh? It might be – I think it's a little steep, but yeah, I would yeah. start with quarters, but I would play that game a little bit. Yeah, I'm and playing. he even – and he specifically told me, he's like, don't write me a check. I want cash. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> He's definitely listening to what's going on in the household. Okay? Yeah, he just he <laughs> yeah. just knows. I, I guess when I'm when I'm talking about like uh, contract negotiations and NIL yeah. deals, I thought it was in one ear out the other. But he's he's retaining me information. <laughs> not, not he's the... five. He's a sponge right now. Anything he hears, he's going to take it in. And, you know, if your kid is on the right track, he remembers all of that stuff. So absolutely. You got a good one. So, you know, and you, you mentioned Dolphins having to settle for field goals early on in the game where touchdowns, yeah. maybe if they'd had a couple more touchdowns and a couple fewer field goals, they would have won. They definitely left some plays on the field, including, uh, you know, Tyreek Hill, who made up for it later in the game with a big touchdown catch. But he he should have had one earlier on. And he even said it like he he was critical of his own performance after the game. How did you feel about Tua's performance? Uh, because overall, uh, I, I thought Tua played better than I expected in that sort of weather. Uh, he did miss some throws. Uh, he could have done better, specifically in the fourth quarter. Obviously, the defense could have done way better late in the game. Uh, right. But, you know, obviously, coming up dry, third consecutive loss, a lot of people out there have been critical of Tongo Bailoa. How did you feel about his performance? I thought he played well. I really did. I thought he played better than he did the last two weeks. I yeah. didn't see the big, I don't recall the big misses where the throw was just off. But then again, the situation, I don't know what he's seeing at that point. I didn't question Tua while watching that game throughout the game. Like, come on, Tua, do this, do that. 
I know the Miami Dolphins gave up a couple of sacks in that game, if I if I recall correctly. I saw him throw away a couple passes. I thought Tua held his own in that game. I think offensively, that was not the challenge. Right. And again, when it comes to all this talk, this team is not built to play in cold weather. They weren't saying this team. They were saying this offense is not built to play in cold weather. And I thought they played outstandingly well. Again, they came up short, kicking field goals or having to, you know, turn the ball over on punts. But I really don't have that many question marks. I know in football games, you're going to miss plays. You hope that you're not going to miss plays and you hope that you're going to make all of them, but that's just not the reality in playing in a football game. So I'm like, okay, but I, I didn't see these badly thrown passes that created three and outs for the Miami Dolphins. And so I didn't find myself sitting there questioning the play of Tua in the offense throughout that football game. I thought the Miami Dolphins represented very well. And, you know, this maybe for the first time, I find myself sitting here saying, wow, Miami Dolphins lost, but that was a good loss. Mm. I, I don't ever yeah. recall, okay, I don't ever recall saying, all right, that was a good loss. No, a loss is a loss. Like, OJ. A uh, loss is a loss. You lost a doggone ball game, right? But I'm sitting here saying, eh, I think that's going to help them moving forward. Because as much as I sit here with the braggadocious, oh, everyone can play in the cold, you know, their football players, just their contract and all of that. In the back of your mind, there is this question of, can they play in the cold? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so I think they answered that question. So I don't think that they worry. The rest of the season, what they got Green Bay at home, they have New England at home. They still got to go. Look, look at you looking more than one week ahead. Hold on, I get. No, the- I'm just looking at the weather. Like I'm about to call oh, the, the weather man up and yeah. see how the weather is. But I don't think that there will be any talk of this weather stuff going on. I really don't. Yeah, they have um, home against Green Bay uh, this Sunday, yeah. Christmas Day, uh, at New England, 1 o'clock at, the following week, January Another 1st. cold one? Yeah, and then home against the Jets uh, okay. will, be, will be the season finale. All right. Yeah, and it was two big losses for the Jets and for the Patriots. I mean, how the hell are Patriots? <laughs> <laughs> they lost two games now in dramatic fashion on the last play of the game, right? Like... That rarely happens in a five-year span, let alone twice in one season. So I'm glad the Patriots lost. I'm glad the New York Jets lost. Miami Dolphins really didn't move. You got the playoff standings there. They didn't really move here or there, but (laughs) Miami Dolphins, all they have to do is take care of business. And you know those other teams are going to come and try and stick it to the Miami Dolphins because their playoff chances are fading away slowly. And so – Early on in game, they're going to play throughout the game, but early on in games against the Jets, against New England, they're going to be up for the challenge. But if you start pounding on those guys, get that running game going, you hit a couple of big passes, come second half, you know, those guys, they'll be a step slower and you could extend your lead in those football games. So I I think the Miami Dolphins are sitting pretty. 
And I, I, I mean, not pretty like Buffalo pretty, but yeah. sitting pretty. And I control want to talk, their own destiny, yeah. right? That's all right, you yes, want, Donald. Yes. Yeah, and I want to talk more about that. This is great. I love this anniversary that Alfredo from Three Yards Per Carry brought up to us. Two years ago on this very day, the Jets, with Adam Gase as head coach, beat a heavily favored Rams team with a punter tackle. And the result for the Jets was the number two overall pick instead of the number one the number one pick was Trevor Lawrence, who's looking really good right now. He is. He's the looking very good. Pick, the number two pick Big was win. Zach Wilson. Zach Big Wilson is a disgrace. Zach Wilson's a disgrace to the game, while Trevor Lawrence has been uh, he's been on a tear. And and I want to talk about prize picks. Let me make sure we have the code up here so you guys see. Yeah, prize picks code. If you sign up at prizepicks.com or the prize picks mobile app. Use our code five F I V E, and they're going to double your first deposit up to a hundred bucks. And speaking of Trevor Lawrence, he's on Thursday night football this week. Um, do you like Trevor Lawrence uh, against the New York Jets over or under two hundred twenty nine and a half passing yards? I'm going to write the I'm going to ride the hot hand with Trevor. I'm going to say over two twenty nine and a half, even though the Jets have a really good defense, so it's going to give me some pause. I was yeah. going to make that point. The Jets, they yeah. have a very good defensive unit out there. They got some young guys, one that's a defensive end, one that's a cornerback that's cocky as hell, confident as hell. But I'm going to go over on that. I think Lawrence is playing pretty good football. I think what he Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Has going on with his coach. It's like light years away from what they had last year. And I think he's finally becoming a professional quarterback here in the National Football League. And then for them to come off of this huge win last week, they have to be riding a high looking to expand upon their input of what they're going to throw at another team. I think right now the, the Jacksonville Jaguar, that's a team that, they're on the up. They're sitting there, just young, young football team that's gathering, you know, excitement and confidence. I go over. I'm gonna go over as well. Now, what about uh I have I have the number for Tua for this Sunday against Green Bay. Over or under 255 and a half. That's a really good number for Tua. Um, what did he have? I think it was uh, in the 230 range against Buffalo. I got to pull up that box score again. I closed it out to look at the schedule. But what do you think? Over or under 255 and a half to uh, against I'm going, the Green Bay I'm Packers? Going, I'm going over easily. Yeah. I think the Miami Dolphins, how long they've been away from home? For almost a month. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> they've been away from home forever. Three weeks. The weather is going to be outstanding down here we've been it's, be a little, it's be a little chilly it's gonna be like another cold weather game troy it's it could be in the 50s for that game it's gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be a, like there's gonna be buffalo there's south a cold front there's a cold front okay i'll give you that there's a buffalo cold south going across the united states pretty much and thank goodness we're not up north this weekend yeah but again like 
if it's 50 degrees, it won't be 45. It's, it's going to be Green Bay degrees. South down here. The Packers are going to feel right at home. For football players, you could run in that all day long. Like, we don't need the heat. But for Green Bay coming down here, that it's almost like, well, you're from down here, Don, right? Yeah. I can remember my first trip down to Miami. And this is September. No, what? The draft was in May or something like that. So I'm up north. I get on the plane. I come down here first time, actually, second time. But I walk out of the plane into the jetway, and I'm like, oh my God. Like, you <laughs> feel the heat, like, just smother you down here. <laughs> yep. And so that's going to happen to the Green Bay Packers once again. And I think the Miami Dolphins being at home in front of the home crowd and beautiful weather, I think they're going to be ready to play. I got to go over when it comes to that passing game this week for the Miami Dolphins. Let me see if there's and anything. And Tua. And Tua. Hold on. Let me see if there's anything for the uh, the running backs. Not, not, not every player has their props yet this early in the week. I'm trying to see if there's anything for – Raheem Mostert. I don't see Raheem Mostert on the board just yet. Let me give you a couple more. I don't know how Prize Picks is going to actually figure that one out because here you have Mostert who averaged, haven't posted any big numbers all year long, and then boom, yeah. he hits you with this big number. Like, how do you kind of yeah. juggle yeah. that number right there? Interesting. You know, well, and a lot, a lot of that would depend throughout the week on Jeff Wilson's health. Because uh, if Wilson can can go and get a decent amount of carries, he's going to take something away from Mostert. If he can't, uh, and the next guy up is Salvan Ahmed, it's not going to take as much away. I know that I'm very leery of hip injuries. Mm -hmm. And I know you have to save Jeff Wilson from Jeff Wilson if he's not really 100%. But if I'm the Miami Dolphins, especially with Raheem coming off a game that he just had, I'm sitting there saying, okay, if you feel like you are, you know, 98, well, no, everyone's 98. If you feel like you're like 94%, 95% right now, take another week. We're going to be all right this week. Make sure you get that 2 or 3% even more better. Mm -hmm. And we're going to ride with what we have right now. And you get better. Like, if there's any question mark whatsoever, I don't think they play him this week. I really don't. By the way, I want to make sure everybody is signing up at Prize Picks. And this is going to go into and through the playoffs, by the way. This is daily fantasy made easy. You log on to the Prize Picks mobile app, it's a free app, or you go to prizepicks.com. You create an account if you haven't already. And when you make your first deposit, it's really easy to deposit, and they're going to ask you if you have a code word. Don't forget the code word, because I know that there have been times when people will listen to us or listen to three yards per carry. They'll sign up, but they won't use the code word. You're literally costing yourself money. When you type in 5, F-I-V-E, they're going to double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. You can deposit 100 bucks. They're going to give you an extra $100 free, and you can get a lot of mileage out of that. And, and then you simply select two, three, four, or five players and predict if they're going to go over or under their stat projections. You can go with rushing yards, passing yards, receiving yards for various players. It's so much fun. And if all of your selections hit, 
you're doubling, quintupling, sextupling your money. I think that's time six, or uh, maybe I just made that up. But you're you're making big time money back on this. And I know uh, my guy Troy has been even more successful than me. I tend to overthink these things. Troy, you've been crushing it on Prize Picks. Yeah, but I lost last weekend. This past weekend, uh, I had a couple dolphins in there. I did not hit well. Who it was one person in particular? Oh, Tom Brady cost me as well. They yeah. got out to Tom Brady, so I didn't have a good week. Put it that way. Okay. Well, you know what but we I'm, do. We bounce back this back week. Strong. Exactly. I'll come back this week. Exactly. We Absolutely. get it back this week. So that's Prize Picks. Sign up at PrizePicks.com or the Prize Picks mobile app, and make sure you type in the code five F I V E. You've got to spell it out. And they're going to double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. Prize picks truly is daily fantasy made easy. So if I look ahead, I have uh, three friends that I talked to the website about, or they uh-huh. asked me about it. And I told them, make sure you sign up and do all of this. And I said, I love it. I have fun doing it. Yeah. I said, make sure you put the code in. They go, they said, hey, I like this. I like it. You put the code in? No. Oh, oh. come on, man. <laughs> Put the code in. Get some free I money. I don't know why people are like you're you're literally costing yourself money. They're just gonna put free money. Yeah, it doesn't matter like, up to a hundred bucks. Kids, yeah, if you want they, to deposit they get 10, excited yeah, that they're yeah. in there and they're like yeah. little kids and they forget that one little detail. Which is like the most important detail to remember. Yes. Is is the yes. promo code five absolutely F I V E. I want to make sure everybody has that. So uh looking ahead again at this uh this schedule coming up, home against Green Bay. Uh, I, I think that's a win for the Miami Dolphins uh, at the New England Patriots. I believe that's a win as well. Home, home against the New York Jets. I believe that's a win. I think we're we're sweeping the rest of the season, Troy. We can't do that. What do you mean we can't do that? And then you, you're going to be so disappointed if it doesn't happen. It's going to happen. Tough, it's going to be a tough game against Green Bay Packers coming down. Every game is tough or should be tough. I expect the Miami Dolphins to win this week. Also against the Green Bay Packers. I don't think that Aaron Rodgers and his crew is on the same pace throughout a football game. He looks old. Yeah, you know, I've seen he he looks old. Brady looks old. And they just don't have the guns around them that they used to have. They don't have that completeness around them. And I think the Miami Dolphins have that completeness around their quarterback right now. And I think they'll make more plays than the Green Bay Packers will make. This coming Sunday at one o'clock. So, and and we don't have a whole lot of margin for error left, Troy, because you you talked about you know dolphins controlling their own destiny, right. uh, but it's obviously not a given. The dolphins, if the season were to end today, have the final playoff spot in the AFC. The dolphins are sitting in the seven seed in the uh, in the American Football Conference. And so okay. it, it could be because so you, you effectively lost the division this past weekend. Had you beaten Buffalo, you right. have a good chance of winning the division. You can kiss it goodbye now. So you're fighting for one of those wild card spots. Uh, are you a little right. bit nervous? Because this has been a streaky team. Win three, lose three. Win five, lose three. I, I guess we're due to win three to end the year, I hope. That would be nice if they win three. I just... I like the fact that it will be preached. Listen, we take care of our business. Lock in, guys. Focus in. Not that they haven't. They played some pretty good teams the last three weeks. And so 
they're going to be focused. The Miami Dolphins do not have to scoreboard watch. They don't have to worry about other teams, what they're doing. They just have to take care of themselves. And that's a very, very good position to be in where you're like, hey, let's just take care of our business and everything else will work out. So I, I, I really like the Miami Dolphins this week. Does it I worry you? Pound Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I hope so. And and honestly, I, I think I think Tua is going to outplay the fossilized version of Aaron Rodgers. If this was a couple of years ago, I'd be thinking different. But does it bother you at all, Troy? Because I, I always have to play the devil's advocate on Tua. Like it's just it's my job in life, right? And I, I don't hate the guy. Uh, I'm a huge fan of his, but I do have to play devil's advocate. In three consecutive weeks, Tua has been outplayed by Brock Purdy, outplayed by a guy the Dolphins could have drafted in uh, in in uh, Justin Herbert, and then outplayed uh, this past week by Josh Allen. Does it bother yes. you? He has been the second best quarterback on the field each of the past three weeks. It only bothers me because that usually determines if you're going to win or lose the game. And I know if he had performed better and any one of the three games, and I'm just minuscule, okay? It's like if he makes one more play in those games, the Miami Dolphins could win, could have won the game. So I'm all right with Tua. I'm, I'm truly all right with him. So I think he, like you just said, I think he outperforms Aaron Rodgers. And yes, the entire team has to play, but I think that he outperforms Aaron Rodgers this week in the Miami Dolphins win this game. What's the point spread on that, by the way? You know, uh, hold on, I'm going to pull up. Uh, I, I hate to put you on the spot like that. Donald. No, it's 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 <laughs> fine because you know I do not mind checking a point spread. It just may may take me a second here because I because uh, sometimes they give you like a preview of the yeah. point spread on ESPN.com, but for some reason they didn't have it yet for this game. These lazy ESPN staff writers are probably half-assing it on a holiday week. All right, so let's see. December 20th. And we have a bunch of Saturday games. Miami Dolphins minus four and a half. We have... Oh, okay, I'm, I'm looking at minus three and a half, so I guess it differs from okay. place to place. Yeah, but the, yeah, but the, the Dolphins are favored, of course, as four. I expected. Four. Minus Not four, four okay. Four. Minus four and uh, minus one ninety five on the money line. Okay. Yeah, All right. So they are, they are That's doable. That's definitely doable. Hey, they covered the spread last week against Buffalo. That's a win in my book. I know that the NFL uh, the NFL standings don't see it that way, but you cover the spread in Buffalo in a cold weather game. That's that's a W for me. Donald, it all matters <laughs> which way you bet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I'd be being honest though. I I bet on the Bills to cover, and uh, you know, I, I if I if I jinxed if I jinxed their cover, then hey, you're welcome. In my pick'em league, I played two pick'em leagues, and I picked the Dolphins in both of them. So nice. I thought they would keep it close. Yeah, yeah. And you know, once the game started, and I I was upset about the field goals early yeah. on, and I was upset that. Uh, they gave opportunity to Buffalo before the half because I knew they were getting the ball to start the second half. I thought the Miami Dolphins could have done something there as well. It would have been a different ball game. But defensively, you got to come up with a stop somehow, some way. And this is where I give uh, Josh Allen all the credit in the world, right? He took that team and he marched down the field. 
and they only needed a field goal in that yeah. game. I actually thought that when the Miami Dolphins, if I remember correctly, I thought they were going to go for two after their first touchdown earlier in the game. I really did. I can't. It's kind of fuzzy now. I didn't question it, but I sat there and said, oh, I wonder if the Miami Dolphins are going to go for two at this point in the game. But, you know, the analytics nowadays tell you it's too early. You don't go for two unless exactly. you absolutely need to. Exactly. But yeah. I think it is a world of difference, world of difference, whether you're on defense or if you're on offense and you're in a late game situation like Buffalo and Miami found themselves and the Buffalo Bills are sitting there saying, okay, we only need a field goal. Mm-hmm. And we're out of here, although that game was tied. But usually when it comes down, if you know you have to score a touchdown, it is 10 times harder on that drive as opposed to just needing a field goal. In this situation, we were playing for overtime. Miami Dolphins got to come up with a stop somehow, some way there. Well, I, I do have a situational question for you because on, on the Bills' final drive, they were obviously playing for a field goal, and it, it paid off for them because they hit it as time expired. But at the same right. time – you know, bad weather. Is that a little risky even from short range? And the Dolphins oh, tried yeah. to let them score. Like, like the Dolphins tried to let them score a touchdown, which would have right. left time on the clock. So Devin Singletary actually went down on purpose smart instead of play. taking the free. Very smart play. A lot I would have just scored my my kid who wants NIL deal five. He would have scored the touchdown, <laughs> believe me. So he showed some restraint there. Um, but at the same time, I was kind of, and obviously you mentioned earlier, you never really second guess the decisions that work out. But at the time I was thinking, man, I wonder if this is going to bite Buffalo in the ass that they're playing. They could have just had a free touchdown, but they're playing for a field goal. Imagine if Bass misses this field goal, which he didn't. Was that a little bit risky on their part? That's risky. But I think that was all generated from years ago. I, I forgot what team it was. The running back scored when he shouldn't have scored. He should have just went down. Ooh, who was that? I remember that play. I can't was remember who Philly that was. Or Atlanta. For some reason. I think it was Atlanta. I think it was Atlanta now that popped you Popped into it my head. Yeah. And I think coaches learn from that. And so now I think they actually preach that in late game situations. Because football teams, it's insane how many scenarios they go over. Right. In practice when it comes to the end of a ball game. And by the way, okay. I needed Devil I needed Devin Singletary fantasy points. I was very upset. <laughs> That's why you question it. <laughs> That's why I question it. Like, get yeah. in the end zone. What are you doing? No, you, you have to have faith in your kicker, especially when you know it's just a, a chip shot. Right. And right. so you don't want to give the ball back to the other team. That shows respect for two of the Miami Dolphins offense. They're like, hey, they these guys are dangerous on the other side. We don't want to give them no, another opportunity. So now, what what about the Dolphins' defense? Because you know they they made such a point to keep Josh Boyer, and you know obviously they've added to the defense. They've gone out and traded for Bradley Chubb, which is, to me it's been you know he's not lived up to it yet. I'll give him some time, but because because to me the best pass rushers clearly have been Christian Wilkins has been an absolute monster. Jalen Phillips has been great. Zach Sealer had a big sack a in the game. 
He's so been playing so, outstanding. Yeah, where it's like I, I don't exactly know if Chubb was worth the uh, the trade package and the contract that you gave him. Uh, but this defense, situationally, they they tend to fold late in. They folded late in the first half, and they folded in the fourth quarter of the game. So it's like I, you know, I, I I'm starting to look at this defense under a microscope, and and maybe not making more radical changes might have been a mistake. Now, me looking at Chubb's play. This is where I try to be careful because, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've read some of the writers' reviews of the trade and how he has been playing. And so I'm very careful because they kind of point out, they watch the game totally differently than I do, by the way. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm a ball follower, but I follow the ball more than I'm watching the offensive line or more than the defensive line. But those guys, they actually watch all of that stuff. They take the game, go back, watch the game again, all that stuff. And I just don't have time for that. But I'm reading that Chubb, although the numbers are not there, the play has been there, and he's actually helping out because he's commanding attention. Yeah, I could see He's that. He's helping out others. So I'm yeah. actually going to try and pay attention, a little bit more attention to that. And then, like, the, the the last touchdown that the Bills scored, it was Chubb who was applying that pressure that forced Allen out of the pocket. And Allen just made an incredible play. He, right he forced him. What, what a great play. He forced him right yeah. into throwing a touchdown. What, what a fantastic play. <laughs> Okay, it's hard for me to argue against that. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just getting on his argue. case. But still, like um, this defense is a little concerning, right? Because you know, yes. and I know, I know, there's been some ups and downs. Like early in the year, first couple games of the year, the defense was carrying the offense. But for most of the season, the offense has been carrying the defense. Yes, it was. It was complimentary in the beginning of the season, correct? Yeah. Like we were sitting here on the show talking about. It's nice, you know, the Miami Dolphins won a different way. They won with their defense this week, you know. They won with special teams this week, with coaching decisions. It was always something different. Now it has just been, hey, we need that offense to put up a lot of points because the defense just hasn't lived up to the billing and been able to just be dominant on the football field. Now they played against some good quarterbacks. Donald, we got to remember that. Not, mm-hmm. not the rookie out in San Francisco. That was an anomaly. But they played against some pretty darn good quarterbacks. And the quarterbacks beat them. This is a quarterback league. You have yep. to play better at the quarterback position. You got to make that one more drive, that one more play, that one more throw. And unfortunately, Tua hasn't done that the last three weeks. Let's hope he does it this week need it uh by the way this is a good this is a great stat on the defense uh dolphins from alfredo dolphins had 15 sacks in the eight games without chubb they've got 20 sacks in the six games since the trade yeah there's there's no quite i mean if if you look at that as being the variable there you yeah you can definitely argue the pass rush has been better since chubb arrived that's a great stat okay all right i'm reading it through i'm trying to process the whole thing they have 20 in the last six games, mm-hmm. 15 in the first eight. Okay. That's so a significant that's a significant improvement. He's you know, he's like like you said, he's opening things up for the Jalen Phillips of the world, who's been a monster. Like, yeah. Makes he me proud. Mo- makes me proud he has to a motor. 
he has a motor that he does. He's just not shut down. I love the way he plays the game. And I mean, the kid is going to be a star. He does great things, not only on the field, but he does great things off of the field. He's actually uh, the Walter Payton nominee for with the Walter right. Payton Man award the for the Miami Dolphins this yeah. year. He does tremendous work. And I mean, he's, he's living a dream of, you get to play your college football. I know he started on the West Coast, but you play at the University of Miami. Then all of a sudden, the Dolphins draft you, and now you're a star for the Miami Dolphins. Nice little life that he's living right now. Absolutely. And and this is great on the Dolphins' playoff chances. If the Jets lose to Trevor Lawrence on Thursday and the Patriots which lose they to will. the Bengals, which they – yeah, hopefully both of those things happen. Miami, and then Miami beats Green Bay. The Dolphins have essentially clinched early – but they need to win all three to get the number five seed. So, key word there was essentially like if all of those things happen this weekend, right. they they still they're still not a lock. Right, right, right. Okay, right. right. So uh, that's a good that's a good way to end it. And I think Troy and I are both predicting a victory and a cover against the Green Bay Packers uh, this coming weekend. Uh, are you going to be able to to carve out some time on, because we don't often get NFL, it happens every several years to get NFL football on Christmas Day. You're going to have to do like any negotiations to to watch the Dolphins game, because uh, I, I might. I've got a lot of family in town from, from other parts of the world. It's going to be a difficult negotiation to get in front of that TV for three hours. I got a tip for you. I remember I told this to Greg Likens when I was doing a show with Greg Likens back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he was telling the story about he was going to his fiance's house to watch football on Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. He's like, but you know, her family's not big into football. Uh... <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> they don't watch it. They don't have it all. He's like, no. Wow. I said, this is what you do. You go. You make a T-shirt, right? Bright color, whatever, dolphin's color. And you go, family? You write family across it. Fun football. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to say a word. You let your shirt do the talking like, oh, that's a nice shirt. Family, we're all together. We're having fun. You can even have festive, festive in there. And then football. Oh, let's turn on the football game for Donald. That's what he does for a living. You a know, subliminal trick there? Absolutely. So you're telling you me I have, I have to get a t-shirt made just to be able to watch the game? Hey, you want to watch the game? I ain't got no problem. I'm watching the game. <laughs> Good oh, luck man. to you, Donald. I'll try it if, if that's what it takes. Uh, maybe I'll make the shirt tie-dye. Like Dolphins, like aqua and orange tie-dye with uh, with family well, fun football. Is, your son will have opened his presents already. That yes, and and have he him, loves football. He'll want to watch him the put the whole uniform on for the whole yeah. day. Yes, he'll wear that thing call. all day. Oh, he'll wear it all month, or in, in into next month he will wear it. Yeah, I love it. Well, listen, I, I appreciate you as always, Troy. I appreciate everybody who took time out of your day to watch and to listen. And just so you know, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, you can also get the audio version of the extra yard. The folks at Three Yards Per Carry, Alfredo, Chris, and Simon are nice enough to host 
the audio version of our show on three yards per carry. We're like uh, like a cousin of three yards per carry. So you can get the audio version on the three yards per carry podcast feed, which you should be subscribed to already because it's the best Dolphins. I, th- I think it's uh, I'm, I'm 99 percent sure it is the number one Dolphins podcast. Like there's actually tangible evidence of that. It's not just me saying it. I think they are actually the number one Miami Dolphins podcast. So you can check out our show on the three yards per carry feed. And Troy, if I don't talk to you before Christmas, I want you to have a great one. Okay. Everybody out there, have a great one. Have a safe one. Have fun. And just have a merry, merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah to all our Jewish friends out there that are celebrating as well. So, yeah, we got it all covered, I think. Kwanzaa mm-hmm. and uh, Kwanzaa? Festivus. Happy Festivus for the rest of <laughs> You just took me back to what? Seinfeld? Seinfeld, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> One of the best shows ever. I love it. I love it. And and yeah, and uh, and stay warm because it's going to be it's going to feel like Buffalo here this weekend. It's going to be like into the yes. 50s. So every, everyone stay warm out there. And you know how it is in Miami, Troy, when it when it dips below 60 at like they everyone busts out like the parkas and like the Ugg boots like they, they act as if it's 10 degrees outside. I'm still wearing shorts out there like I'm not like you because know, I, I all I own are shorts Dumb. T-shirts yeah. and polos. I I, I have yes. two pairs yes. of long pants. Yesterday morning it was pretty chilly. Yeah, early early in the morning. Yep. The, the yep. day was beautiful, but yeah, early, I don't know what time you're up. You got a kid, so you're up pretty early. Yeah, I'm up. I'm I'm usually up by seven. But you like the cold, you know. I yeah. my blood has thinned <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> oh and thanks so much Adet. thanks so much cap for life for for hopping in he and uh he and my pal uh, big john stud they're going to mass produce t-shirts that say i wish it was louder if we end up uh, <laughs> screwing the pooch on sunday and it will sell trust me it's trademarked there you go uh and uh, imax writes in great show thank thank you so much guys we'll talk to you again next week on another episode of the extra yard on three Later, yards guys, with Gary and the good. five reasons sports network see ya you got it Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.